Hi everyone, welcome back to the Morning Talk Show. Today I have a few very special guests. I would like to introduce you to Talia Stroud, Director of the Center of Media Engagement at the Moody College of Communication. She is also the North American Chair of Social Science One and organization providing academic research with privacy, preserving access to Facebook. Welcome, Stroud. Thank you for having me. So social media used to be a place for selfies and food pics. Why is it now a huge tool for the government and political leaders? Social media can now influence democratically important outcomes. People share information and political opinions with their online friends. Not only that, but political leaders have a more direct way to reach the public, changing traditional media. So what do we do from here? We need people thinking about how social media can be beneficial. We have many people using platforms to derail our democratic process. It is important we understand how to prevent these attempts. How can people be a part of the solution on social media? By being thoughtful on how we use social media. We all play a role in the creation of social media environments. The news and political opinions you share, the people you follow, and the tools that are available all have political effects. Even avoiding politics on social media can have an effect on who votes and who stays home, those that know what's happening and those who don't know, and whether we develop charity for different viewpoints or not. Wow, thank you so much, Shroud, for coming out and sharing your knowledge with us. Hopefully, we will have you on the show again. Thank you so much. Next up, we have Regina Lawrence, exclusive director of SOJC's Agora Journalism Center and author of Gender Politics and the Media of the Campaign Trail. She is nationally recognized expert in political communication. Welcome, Regina George. Hi, thank you for having me on the show. So what is the biggest factor that drives elections? Though it is hard to believe, the biggest thing that drives elections is simple name recognition. Research shows that some candidates can't win enough interest from the media. This effect was most noticeable during the Republican primaries when Trump generated an outsized proportion of the media coverage. Why was the coverage disproportionate? For the media, the disproportionate coverage was driven more by economics than political bias. News organizations publish stories that will drive traffic. Thanks to Trump's pre-existing fame and ability to generate controversy, those stories were often about him. Interesting. Well, thank you so much for being on the show and sharing what you know. Yes, of course. Thank you so much for having me. To close off, we'll be speaking with Daryl M. West, Vice President and Director of Governance Studies, Founder, Founding Director and Center of Technology Innovation. If one was to count its more than 1 billion users, Facebook could be considered the third largest nation in the world. Twitter's more than 200 million monthly active global users can communicate instantly with one another about any subject at any time. In this era of social media dominance, citizens, businesses, journalists, and government officials use social media in a variety of ways. To praise or voice concern about their governments, to spread news, to engender action, and to make government work smarter and better. In conclusion, social media has a variety of effects on government. It is our job to make this a positive effect versus a negative effect. Thank you so much for listening and please join us next time on the Morning Talk Show.